Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. You found primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Just like the man said, it is VEASAN's primetime action. That man, Brent Musburger, he will join us in about a half hour here on the show. Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, Kelly Bidlin. Uh, we're going to talk some Ryder Cup golf here momentarily as well. But first, baseball updates with Kelly. What do you got? That's sort of the games that are in action. Nationals, your Nationals, you know, all over the Marlins. 4-1 to one here in the top of the fifth. They are minus 650 live Marlins, plus 450, nine and a half your live total. The Cardinals with a 2 nothing lead over the Brewers. That game in the top of the second inning. Cardinals minus 260. Brewers plus 210, 10 and a half. Total in that game. Yankees down a run. That is one to nothing in the bottom of the second. Rangers. Yankees still a live betting favorite, though. Minus 150. Uh, Rangers plus 120 and seven and a half the total. Orioles and Phillies scoreless. That game in the bottom of the third. Phillies still minus 350 live. Uh, Orioles plus 270. Five and a half your total shaded to the over. And the Red Sox still with that two, two to one lead over the Mets. Game down the bottom of the second inning. Uh, no live numbers currently up. And the Twins with a 2-0 lead over the Cubs. Top of the second. Twins minus 280. Cubs plus 225. 7.5 your total. Can I get the Nats game back up on one of these screens so I can see Juan Soto hit another ding-dong next to that Or get on base somehow. <laughs> you know that's coming. Uh, okay, let's talk a little Ryder Cup golf. While we're watching football this weekend, uh, some will be distracted by the Ryder Cup. Always an annual tradition and bettable as well, let's bring him in from rickrungood.com. Rick Gaiman, how you doing, Rick? 
I'm doing well. Yeah, thanks for having me. This is a little bit like our Super Bowl because of how many betting options you can actually get out there. So this will be fun. So a lot of betting options. Let me just ask you a question before we get to any of the numbers, because we'll ask you about those. But to the person who says, yeah, this means more to Europe than it does to our team, you would say what? You're absolutely correct. Uh, it's clear. I mean, you you hear the quotes just a couple of days ago from Brooks Kepka when he did his little cover piece in Golf Digest. He talked about how it's weird to play a team sport, and that has kind of been uh, the sentiment that most American players uh, have, have taken when it comes to the Ryder Cup. For the Europeans, it is much more of an honor to, one, make the team and an honor to play for your captain. When Rory McIlroy uh, steps into the locker room, when John Rahm steps into the locker room, they're going to fall in line. And this is Padre Harrington's team and they're going to do uh, whatever he says for the good of the team over the course of those three days so it is it is uh, seemingly very accurate and very apparent that this means much more to the Europeans than it does to the Americans Rick whenever you're kind of starting to handicap this I mean this is being you know different format different tournament different as you said means different to some players and other players how do you go about looking at these guys? I mean, are you trying to outside of just their outside of just their golf skills? Are you looking at maybe motivation, maybe their mentality, maybe all the different things that are kind of intangibles when it comes to something like this? Certainly difficult to try to quantify those intangibles, but I do think there's a couple of things. You know, the format, uh, match play, where uh, you know half of the team matches are going to be for ball. That's where everybody plays their own ball and they take the best score from each team, or for sums, which is much more commonly referred to as alternate shot here in the states. Those are uh, formats that generally benefit birdie makers because if you think about it, if you make a a birdie, uh, you're very volatile golfer. A lot of a lot of the big time birdie makers also make a lot of. Bo- bogeys, but your partner is there to save you on the holes that you do make bogey. And then for alternate shot, uh, you know, there's kind of extreme skill sets. Bryson DeChambeau, who who hits the ball as far as he does, uh, that can certainly put his partner in a lot of good positions, but could also put him in a lot of bad positions. So when you're playing the the four sums, the alternate shot, you kind of want more consistent, low-risk players. When you go to the four ball, the best ball format, you want the most volatile golfers that you can find. So it's a little bit, a little bit of each and handicapping it becomes incredibly difficult but there are there are a couple of ways you can try to find some edges all right we'll get into uh top point score and uh day one odds here momentarily let's go to the big markets there's a three-way market which includes a tie remember there can be a tie in the Ryder cup there's the to lift the trophy which is the ultimate prize here and then there's there's a point spread market as well uh where you can sort of lay um you know numbers on both sides so i'm curious or the USA is a favorite, I should say. You can lay the number on that side, a different uh, juice. Where are you playing in these three major markets in the Ryder Cup? What are you playing? Yeah, the three-way market uh, is certainly going to get the vast majority of my attention. To lift the trophy, that just essentially means that uh, if a tie comes into play, Europe, they will retain the Ryder Cup. But for for me, uh, getting the extra the extra funds on the European side is is something that's very incredible. I think I think the the story for the Americans starts and ends with raw talent. That's what they have. They have it, uh, you know, in spades over the European team. But there's still a lot of concerns on the American side. There is, uh, you know, Brooks. And Bryson. We've been talking about that for weeks. Jordan Spieth hasn't been his best in recent weeks. Colin Morikawa has not been his best. Half this team is making their first appearance at the Ryder Cup. When you go over to the European side, you see a much more experienced and top-heavy team. A victory for them is going to have to go through their stars. So it, it you know, you know this gentleman, 
uh, patriotism kind of kind of steps aside when you step up to the betting window. For me, the Europeans on the uh, on the three way market is uh, the bet that I've made. Rick, that was kind of you. You just kind of hinted at something I was about to ask you. You know, we have a bunch on the American side, a bunch of young guys. You know, a bunch of guys in their twenties, a bunch of guys that, as you said, like, you know, coming off of varying stretches here as we head into this. I mean, you mentioned Morikawa. You mentioned some of these other guys. Is that a big, big concern here on the U.S. side that not only the youth, I mean, sometimes youth is, is, is good, but in a match, in a Ryder Cup match, perhaps maybe youth could be working against the United States team? Sure. I, I certainly don't mind youth. I I, I, I certainly mind uh, experience. I think experience is a better word here because Sergio Garcia, by the time he was you know 21, he had a couple of Ryder Cups under his belt already for the European side. Uh, and experience matters in this. There is such a level of trust, especially in the alternate shot format. Uh, you know, a lot of these guys will make will make rules for the week. Hey, don't ever apologize to me. Don't ever say you're sorry. I know that we're trying to pull in the same direction. We're teammates. There is a level of trust, and unfortunately, uh, that tends to come with experience. So when you look at the American side where your number one player, your number one top qualifier was Colin Morikawa, this is his first Ryder Cup ever. We have no idea how he's going to kind of handle not only this big stage, but not often playing his own golf ball and all the other things that go into the course of this three-day event that is 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 massive. So yes, I think um, youth, I don't mind. Experience, I think, is necessary when you're trying to hoist the Ryder Cup. Compare your outlay just in terms of the amount of money you're betting in, in, on the Ryder Cup versus just a normal tour event. <laughs> Uh, yeah, this is significantly bigger. Now, the, wow. the the thing is, yeah, you only get it every couple of years, and I, I tend to kind of take uh, the dog in most situations. This is a very volatile event, and the way that it ends up shaping out is because of uh, the vast majority of the money that, especially in places that we're seeing, is coming from Americans, uh, the U.S. line is, is seemingly always too short, right? So this is a rare opportunity where uh, everyone else who is wagering at, at, at these books is putting too much on one side that may or may not even be the better team. And when you get these few opportunities, uh, you know, every two years, or if you throw in the President's Cup a little bit more frequently, um, I do tend to to make larger wagers than regular outright events. Rick, some of the other ways you can bet this, they've got, you know, top rookie point score. They also have just the top U.S. rookie point score. Is there anybody that you kind of looked at and said, okay, listen, yes, I, I value experience in this. That being said, there are going to be rookies. There are guys that are going to be doing this for the first time. But I've had the most confidence in player X or Y or Z. Yeah. I think if you look, excuse me, I think if you look at the U.S. market, Patrick Cantlay is incredibly uh, appealing. You know, wh- wherever you can get him, whether it's whether it's top combined point score, whether it's top American point score, uh, this is all about opportunity. Who is likely to play all five sessions? And to play all five sessions, you need a really good, solid partner. For Cantlay, it's Xander Shoffley. They are likely to roll out together probably all four sessions, and then they will each play their Sunday singles, of course. And what we saw Patrick Cantlay do in the FedEx Cup playoffs, it, it's kind of an assassin, right? I mean, he is this cool, calm, collected guy who never gets upset about anything. When his when his putter gets scorching hot, he can just go nuts. He would be he would be very difficult to play in a match play setting. So I, I think the odds on uh, Cantlay with his good pairing, with the upside, with the birdie making ability, uh, that is the name that I have circled certainly to be a top American point scorer. All right. Rick Gaiman from rickrungood.com. You can also follow him on Twitter at rickrungood, host of the First Cut podcast as well, wherever podcasts are distributed. Thank you, Rick. Always a pleasure, man. Enjoy the Ryder Cup. Yep, thank you much.
Rick, uh, Rick Gaiman, everybody. Uh, are you surprised by that answer that he that he bets harder on this than he does on a normal tour event? Uh, I mean, I guess if he sees an, an edge in the fact that these lines have shifted as much as they have, I mean, it's it's one of those where I think he makes a pretty good point. We're going to see. I mean, this is a patriotism type thing, right? I mean, like we're going to see lines get skewed here because people just want to root for for the for the Americans, right? And so. Yes, I think there will be a time if this line continues to drift, I mean, that I'm probably going to have to. I mean, because I can only imagine as we get closer and closer and closer, the more people like start, bet, the more people are betting it's, this, it's all going to be. It's the ultimate regional bias. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. it's getting to the point already where I think the almost the only side you could bet when you're looking at that three-way line or the two-way line, the only, way, only side I think you can bet at this point is Europe. I, I am loaded up on the U.S., but the, the, this was kind of to get out in front of that. I got it at minus 145 a couple months ago. And to Rick's point of what he said earlier on about the, about the United States team is purely my my bet and breakdown of it, too. The, the talent is far more on the U.S. side. Guys that are used to this format, the experience, that's all on the European side. But I'm going to bet on the talent kind of, I don't, I, you know, I don't care what sport we're talking about. Nine out of ten times, a more talented team is always going to get my bet. So that at minus 145, I thought that was a good price then. Minus 165, I hit it again when the teams were announced, and I kind of ran my model on at least the course layout and stuff. I had eight of the top ten guys in the tournament statistic-wise, Matt. Eight of the top ten were were Americans. So that was good enough to hit at minus 165 again. Having said that, this number keeps drifting. I think there is going to be value on the Europe side. No one likes betting golf more than you two do, but there's the National Football League on Sunday. How how much of your attention is going to be on the Ryder Cup? It's... Not very. I mean, it'll it'll make an ancillary TV. It'll be on a TV. You know? It'll be on a TV. Kyle Schwarber's yeah. gone deep again. Oh, for the Red Sox, they are now up six-one on the Mets, and the Cardinals are just destroying the Brewers. What is what's that now? Six to nothing. We're coming back on Veasan's primetime action. Brent Musburger and Heisman odds to come this hour. What's up? I'm John Wall, and I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? My first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my That's my dance, <laughs> Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep experts. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot. 
The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save 40% site-wide. Get 40% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Back on primetime action from the South Point, Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, and Kelly Bidlin, the godfather, Brent Musburger, still to come, Heisman odds. We'll talk college football with Pete Futak. Oh, and a little later on, since we had so much fun with the uh, the last undefeated team market in the NFL last night, the last seven remaining undefeateds, who's going to last the longest Tonight, the last winless team, the 7 0-2s in a market tonight. That should be fun a little later on the show. Uh, we had Bryce Harper on one screen. We had Juan Soto on the other simultaneously. Bryce Harper double play, hits into a double play. Juan Soto walks, gets on base yet again. I'm just saying. He's, He's just not going to win. <laughs> okay. You He's keep, not going to win. You keep saying that. He's not going to win. I may go add to it after the show tonight. He's not going to win, though. I know Matt's been waiting on this uh, with this update here. Uh, Hamilton Tiger Cats up four nothing on the Ottawa Red Wings. Four, four nothing. Yeah, uh, four. And that could happen two different ways in the CFL. Yeah, you could get a two, rouge. two safeties or a field goal and a rouge. What's a rouge? A rouge is a is a punt that lands within the end zone and is not returned, but does not go outside the back of the end zone because you have a twenty yard end zone. So a punter can score a point for you. Why do we call it a rouge? I don't know. They also just call it a single sometimes. That's the more common phrasing these mm-hmm. days. How did they get to their four to nothing with the rouge? Uh, I don't know. I don't have the full box score in front of me. Let me go. <laughs> I'm going to assume the ru- there's a rouge in there. I'm going to assume it's a rouge. I'm going to assume there's a rouge in there. Yeah, you're right, because it started one nothing. So, yeah. yeah. 
Oh, it I'm, started one nothing. Yeah, one nothing. So it was Rouge <laughs> first. There ever been, has there ever been a Canadian Football League final of one to nothing? I'll Google it. I'm sure there has. Could you imagine losing your 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 bet by a half point because you got rouged? Why didn't we return that punt? It's like we got <laughs> rouged. It's like you're holding a minus six and a half ticket or something, and then like the punter just rouges you, and then like you lose your bet. Uh, in tight games, it becomes you like to me. it becomes an, like a real strategic thing at the end of games because you don't know if you'd rather have, like if it's a tie game, would you rather have the point or try to pin the team back? So is there right? Like it's a longer field. So like you want your punter to like pin them back so they don't they, you know they have a long way to drive for the for the touchdown. Uh, I see what you're saying. Or you could get a point and then kick off to them. So Sassy. that's where it's, it, it, it's interesting strategy. And then there's strategy by the returner too because he might let the punt go, but it might not make it to the end zone. Right. And then okay, all right, all right. Are there CFL punters known as particularly talented rougers? They have to be. I, I mean, I would think it's got to be a, a rouge percentage. Field. I bet you it's advanced statistic over on PFF. Pro- We're going to look. Pro- it's like rouge percentage. Is. We'll ask Eric Eager because he loves the CFL. He does. Probably is. But but the bigger thing with punters are way more important than the CFL period, Gil, because the, there's only three downs and the field's bigger, right? So you yeah. all, field position is so much more advantageous. Remember two punts into this NFL season? Brad Pinion was the NL, NFL MVP. Do you remember that? That's First right, night of the yeah. year, Thursday Night Football. I was like, where are those pinion numbers? Give me those pinion MVP numbers. But they don't have, like, college. But they're getting college, American college punters. So I wonder, like, if you're an American college punter, but you can't make the NFL, like, at some point, do you transition to, yeah. I'm going to be the best rouger there For ever sure. was? For sure. You you go to training camp, and you figure out how to rouge the hell out of the ball. I just want to use rouge in as many contexts as I wonder possible. if they kick, like, a hel- helicopter kicks and stuff to, like, make it just spin in the end zone as opposed to, like, <laughs> there is. There's got to be different ways to punt it to rouge, for sure. Kelly doesn't know the answer to that. Oh, yeah, I'm looking, a, sorry, I'm looking at a, stats. I, yeah, no, I, I guess I don't really know. I mean, no, honestly, I don't really know. How about uh, three punts for uh, Richie Leon tonight? Three for 129 yards total. How about that? <laughs> yes. You're like, how about that? Like, oh, I don't know. How about that? <laughs> Let me answer your question with an equally ridiculous question. The uh, that, that team that you said that is uh, just can't seem to lose, 6 nothing now yeah. over the Brewers in the second inning. Yeah. The, Car- the Cardinals are never losing a baseball game again, apparently. Seriously, if you're the Dodgers and the Giants, though, this is what you want to avoid. You do not want to play this team in a one-game playoff with Adam Wainwright on the hill because even if you're the Dodgers, anything can happen. And the Giants and Dodgers, in some order, are going to be the number one and two best records in all of baseball. But that's, that's the cruelty of this playoff format where you have the one-off wildcard game. Just absolutely brutal for whoever doesn't win the NL West Dodgers play later tonight at Colorado Giants again at San Diego Giants getting to the point not only with the one game lead but if they can clear these two games at San Diego and still have a one game or more advantage over the Dodgers then it really does become advantage Giants at that point because then the Giants are left with three games against Arizona, three against Colorado, and just three left against the Padres. So with nine games left, they would have, a in that scenario, one game or better lead with the more favorable schedule at that point. So that's the stakes night after night. And, and like you mentioned, I mean, there are games on right now and then games later on that all are, all are important. All these games are important. Boston in the number one wild card position, uh, beating the Mets handily six to one in the top of the third. Remember, in the case of the uh, the Red Sox, they've already got 
a two-game lead over both the Yankees and the uh, Blue Jays in terms of the NL wildcard position. So they're kind of in coast mode playing the Mets here. Not quite Cardinals coast mode, but the, but the Red Sox are feeling better about themselves every night wearing those City Connect uniforms, Chris Sale on the hill. And as we mentioned, the Blue Jays lost today to the Rays. Yankees still trailing the Rangers, one nothing, top of the fourth. Runner at second for the Rangers, two out as the Yankees try to get out of another jam. Anytime you're ready, Yankees, Yankees to... Need, uh, Yankees need a rouge. Score a run. A rouge will tie this. <laughs> they need a rouge. And then, in the, and then in the NL, I was saying, you know, I, the Phillies are north of a $3 favorite, and how I said I don't trust them. Scoreless with Baltimore. Like, they, they can't beat anybody easily, the Phillies. Phillies and Reds with the easiest remaining schedules in baseball for like the last two months, and neither team could do anything about it. I, like, I want to get on the, in on the Yankees live, but like the numbers just like they, they're not even adjusting enough. They're still minus 150. We're in the fourth inning. Yeah, Corey Kluber now with a 1-2 count to Holt. Again, runner at second, and the 1-2 pitch. And the 1-2 pitch. <laughs> uh, that's a foul ball. Okay. So that's the st- that's the state of baseball again um, in terms of games that matter right now. And again, the Dodgers and Giants play late. But this is the thing. This is we were talking with uh, Rick Gaiman about the Ryder Cup. This is how all-powerful football is. It does not matter to most people except, again, markets where it's huge, like New York, like Boston, like St. Louis, like San Francisco. But, like, generally speaking, most of the nation just doesn't, Really pay that close attention. I'm betting tennis every day, every morning, to great success. But no one would care if I even talked about it. No How's the Kazakhstan Open going? <laughs> it's, it's four tournaments: two on the WTA side, two on the uh, two on the ATP side. They've been fabulous. Both in, they're all indoor hard court tournaments. So we're in this weird indoor hard court thing between the U.S. Open and Indian Wells which typically is in March. Yeah. Remember, that was the first sporting event that was canceled even before the college basketball conference tournaments when the pandemic hit last year. That was the first sign. Uh-oh, Indian Wells, tennis's fifth major, has been canceled. But this year, it's in October, so it's in a couple weeks. Very much looking forward to that. That will be outdoor. Uh, all, the, all the – well, I mean, currently we always get – we'll get a withdrawal too. But, like, yeah, I mean, all the big names slated at least to play in that thing because they have – it, the reason whenever Gil says like you know the fifth major there's because the prize money is is massive yes. for for that tournament and it doesn't matter if you're playing doubles it doesn't matter if you're on the lady side the men's side doesn't matter like you were saying just doubles purses really yeah, high there huge right? that's why typically I don't know if it'll be this year because it's the end of the season where like people are worn down and tired as opposed to the beginning of the season where they're trying to get a bunch of reps but when it's in March you get a lot of the big names playing doubles. Like you get a lot of them playing doubles one to get reps in, but two, the prize money is huge. Like the prize money is really big for, for doubles. And so um, I don't know if we'll get it this year or not, but man, it's uh it's always fun to see that at that tournament. Yeah. I added uh two to nothing, Texas RBI single, just have oh, a head boy. turn. So two to nothing Rangers top of the fourth again, Yankees uh, with a golden opportunity tonight. And for Yankees fans out there, let's hope they don't squander that. They're not even money. What do you think? You want it? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. You're like, I'm just passing no. along the information. I'm just passing along yes. the information. I'm, I'm sitting over here. I'm behind the glass, guys, just passing along some information. <laughs> I thought it was going to be like plus 130 or something, and I might be interested, but no. Too early, top of the fourth, I guess. Guys, we were talking about that line in, in the Washington-Buffalo game falling. It, it, it down to seven and a half now from, from where we were at. So, so I mean— we don't even talk about right, Ryan Fitzpatrick to Taylor Heineke is already old mm. news, right? Given all the injuries that happened this past Sunday, but of all the knockdowns from starting quarterback to backup quarterback, and let's include Fitzpatrick to Heineke, 
let's include Taylor to Mills, Wentz perhaps to Eason, certainly Tua to Jacoby Brissett. Like, and we don't know about Derek Carr. We'll talk to Brent Musburger about it momentarily. But like, which is the biggest downgrade for you? I have my answer. And I think it's the Houston Texans. Yeah, it's Terod to, to yeah. Davis Mills. Yeah. It's yeah. not any of the others. And most people would say, what are you talking about? Carson Wentz, big name, right? People know that. To Jacob Eason, eh, I don't know. I don't know about that. I, I mean, maybe. It's it's definitely one of those two situations, right? But we don't really know. I think At Terod, least Eason's been in the league a couple of years, right? Well, I mean, like, he's been around. Like, Davis Mills, is like, he's been in the league for a, for a hot minute. To your point, though, Kelly, I don't know about the difference between Eason and Mills, but I actually rate Terod Taylor higher than Carson no, I, Wentz. I, I'm not arguing on yeah. that point, yeah. <laughs> so that's why I would say that. And then Tua to Jacoby Brissett, I don't think we know what that is. I don't know that it's necessarily a, down, a downgrade. Right. Lombardi this morning was like, I may bet the I may bet the Dolphins now. We'll come back. Brent Musburger joins us on Vison's Primetime Action. You are looking live at Primetime Action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. What a voice that is. Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, Kelly Bidlin. That voice unmistakably the voice. Of a gentleman who uh, hosted the NFL today for so many years when so many of us were reared on the National Football League. Also, of course, the NBA on CBS, college football on ABC. He's covered everything from the Indianapolis 500 to the Masters. We know him as the founder of VEASAN and, of course, the voice currently of the Las Vegas Raiders. It's the great Brent Musburger. Good evening, Brent. Ah, good evening, Gil. How are you and Matt doing this evening? We're doing very well. I suppose we should start with... The Raiders' point, they're 2-0. and How excited are you? How excited is everyone around the franchise? Well, you know, I slow the roll a little bit. You're only as good, obviously, as your next performance in, in the NFL. Nothing, nothing really is that easy unless you're Tom Brady, the ageless one. But uh, what has surprised me most of all, Gil, uh, was Sunday uh, on a short turnaround after an overtime game which was draining on a Monday night, and then to travel the three time zones and beat the Steelers in Pittsburgh. Now, having said that, the Steelers did have injuries that really impacted their defense, especially the loss of Watt in the first half. Now, coming up on Sunday, it would be very easy for Raider fans and even players and coaches to become a little overly optimistic simply because Tua is not going to be able to play because of a fractured rib. So Jacoby Brissett uh, steps in, and he will be the starting quarterback for the Dolphins. And I noticed that uh, the money today was coming in on the Raiders, as I guess should be expected. A couple of years ago, we traveled into Indianapolis on the way to London, and we played the Colts, who were then quarterbacked by Jacoby Brissett. The game went down to the fourth quarter. The Raiders were able to pull it off, but Brissett, who I know from living in South Florida for many years is a tremendous athlete. He uh, honestly was every bit of a good high school basketball player is is a football player. And he's, you know, he's not going to go to the pro bowl as a quarterback, but he presents problems. And uh, it's nice to see everybody optimistic. It's, it's nice to see everybody. Hey, we underrated these guys. The Raiders were the fourth place team of almost every preseason handicapper that I listened to. And that kind of caused me to shake my head because we had played so well against Denver 
and and even in splitting with the Chargers, we played pretty well against them. But the offensive line is a mash unit right now uh, that has to be addressed. They have not run the ball well. Derek Carr has thrown extremely well. The young receivers are growing up. But most importantly of all, Gus Bradley has come in here and he has retooled the defense, not only recruiting former players that he had in Seattle and down in Jacksonville and even with the Chargers, former head coach of Jacksonville. That's the biggest change, and that keeps us in every game. The defensive line is just so much better because of Bradley's recruiting of players and also his coaching skills, Gil. So that's where we are right now. Brent, it doesn't look like Jacobs is going to be able to go in this game, but it does look like Carr, which was the big question we had kind of over the last couple of days leading into this, where we're going to get two backup quarterbacks going at it in this game. Uh, the health of Carr uh, right now looks like he's going to go, and was it were we kind of blowing this out of proportion as far as whether he was going to be able to go or not? Well, you know, Matt, that is the ankle that uh, was fractured back in 2016 as the Raiders for the last time made the playoffs, and Carr was not able to go in that loss down at Houston. Uh, so there, there is concern about it going forward. But he was a full participant in practice today in Henderson. And, you know, he does not depend on his mobility, all right? He needs protection in the pocket. Uh, John actually would like him to take off and, and run for three or four more yards on more occasions than he does. But at any rate, he's more of a pocket thrower. And if the offensive line can protect him, he he should be fine. And, yes, I agree with you. I don't think we're going to see Jacobs, which is too bad. Um, But we will see what Barber's able to do. Tough running back. But it's the offensive line that hasn't been able to blow open holes. And Miami will come in here. Uh, Last year, of course, was the most painful defeat I think I've ever seen uh, as a Raider broadcaster. The last four minutes, a disaster. And Fitzmagic, thankfully, is not going to be their quarterback (laughs) on Sunday. So I would expect that we will see a full measure of Derek Carr. And, yes, I would think that that Jacobs would be a scratch again this week. All right, week three of the National Football League season. Uh, For those who don't know, Brent is involved in handicapping contests around town, the nature of which is five picks against the spread every week. Uh, first of all, how have you done the first two weeks, Brent? And then I'm not holding you to five picks at this point because we're midweek, but what do you think your favorite picks of this week are? Uh, Gil, I've been completely mediocre. Three and two first week, two and three second week, sitting at 500 at the Circa Contest. I'm amazed that I think it's over 100 players are 10 and 0 Jeez. after the two weeks of chaos that we, we have seen. Uh, you know, congratulations and, uh, and hats off. Before you call, I actually did glance through, and nothing immediately jumped off the page uh, at me. You know, we can't find any big home field advantages anymore in the NFL like we used to, which is kind of interesting. I suppose there was one on Monday night when the Packers showed up in the second half and uh, and beat the Lions. Uh, as far as the, the big game is concerned, you know, the most eyeballs this week are going to be on Tampa Bay going into Los Angeles to play the Rams. It's interesting, on Sunday night, I saw Rams minus one, and now I'm seeing Tampa Bay at minus two, minus two and a half uh, at different books around town. Uh, Sometimes I get attracted by games that I know I'm going to be paying attention to, even as I announce the Raiders on radio with with Lincoln Kennedy. And I suppose if the Rams stay 
as a underdog, I will be inclined to move in that direction. Um, I don't think the Tampa Bay has been as sharp as their 2-0 record might indicate. Uh, the Cowboys pushed them pretty good. And even though they blew out the Falcons in the end, the Falcons were within three points uh, in the fourth quarter as it started before Tom Brady and the Buccaneers got rolling. Uh, McVay's a very good coach. I think that defensive front of the Rams can get some pressure on Brady. And if you're going to beat Tom Brady, you must get to him in the pocket. That's that's where you're going to have a chance to win. And if any team has a chance to do that with Aaron Donald, that defensive front. Uh, so I will lean that way towards them. Uh, other than that, Gil, I, I really, you know, I didn't see anything that jumped off the page at me. Brent, one team that I know you've been paying attention to because uh, you're going to see them a couple of times this year is this Denver Broncos team. How they've started off now, it hasn't been a, a murderer's row of opponents or anything like that. But, you know, look, you're getting pretty solid performance from Teddy Bridgewater. You get a pretty solid performance from this defense as well. And here we here we find them, you know, looking looking up at a, at a 3-0 record to start the season. What do you think overall of this Broncos team? An improved team. And uh, you mentioned the biggest reason why. Teddy covers doesn't make a ton of mistakes. Now, he's not electric, and, uh, you know, he's not going to throw for four touchdowns on a Sunday afternoon, but as long as he avoids those mistakes, Fangio, of course, his expertise is defense. Uh, They're going to be much better on defense if they stay healthy. I see that Chubb is going to be gone for a while, but Miller is healthy and ready to go. They have, Matt, their secondary is probably as good as anybody's in the league. They're, They're about three deep at corner. Most of the teams struggle just to have two good corners. But if you could have three back there, you're elite because you're going to have to use five and six defensive backs the way the NFL has played today, the nickel and dime packages as they cover them in it. And the Broncos are covered right there. So with Teddy Bridgewater reducing the number of mistakes made at that quarterback position and the defense at an elite level, you're going to have your hands full with, uh, with the Denver Broncos. That's for sure. Brent, we have uh, 30 seconds. Who's going to win the World Series, sir? (laughs) I have a bet on the Dodgers to win the National League and the White Sox to win the American League, and I'm uneasy about both of them, which tells (laughs) you a lot about my baseball handicapping going forward. I mean, I can't believe that either the Dodgers or the Giants are going to wind up in a one-game playoff. I thought we were going to catch the Giants last night, but they pulled it out against the Padres. Great, great race. And then, of course... Um, if either of them win that one-game playoff, then they have to play each other uh, in right. the next round of the playoffs. But I would, I, I will say the Dodgers or the Giants, are the, maybe because I pay more attention to them, but I would say that uh, the winner of that series would go on to win the World Series. At least I would favor them. I, I think I can go with that. Ladies and gentlemen, Brent Musburger, voice of the Raiders, and, of course, original host of Vistons by Guys in the Desert. Thank you so much, Brent. We appreciate it. Thanks, thanks, Gil and Matt. Take care, guys. You too. Brent Musburger, everybody, kind enough to join us on VEASAN's primetime action. The pipes are every bit as awesome as they ever were. Oh, they are. Spectacular. And that uh, Brent would would frequent Jacoby Brissett practices at Dwyer High School in South Florida. It was hilarious. The coach there would have connections with with, uh, 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 the tuna and uh, Bill Parcells, and and they had connections with with, uh, Brent. They would all come out there. Jack Daniels, the name of the head coach at Dwyer. Great name. <laughs> Interesting footnote. Jack yeah. Daniels. Yankees going to need 
three rouges now. Yeah. 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 Three rouge What's the plural? Rouges? Rouges. Rouge eye. No, rouges. Yeah. We'll come back. Heisman Trophy odds. Pete Futak on college football. Species primetime action. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying cows are bust. You can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, Demarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to do That's my, my dance, <laughs> Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Sounds like the guy we just talked to. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit Visa.com to check the current betting splits data. It's a new feature that gives you insights on where the money and bets are moving for every game. You'll be able to see where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money does not match the public opinion. 
Data is available for Moneyline, over, under, and against spread bets. Betting splits are another way. VEASAN is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at VEASAN.com. Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, Kelly Bidlin, Texas Rangers 3, Yankees nothing. Um, Come on, Yankees. Like this, is, this is one of those things, too, because we say about the Phillies and the Reds, like, okay, you've had the easiest schedule in baseball for two months, and neither team was good enough to, like, capitalize on that. Ultimately, it seems, we'll see, there's still a week and a half left, to make the postseason. you got to look at the team like the Yankees tonight, playing the Rangers at home. The Blue Jays lose earlier, and you're like, well, if you can't win a game like this, no one should be surprised if you don't make the postseason. I hate to be that harsh about it, but you got to win a game like this. I just, I mean, like that kind of offense not making the postseason. Yeah. Unbelievable. These teams, too, that like are getting, are getting invited into the playoffs because of the way that their schedule has, has ended up is, and not taking advantage of it. That's like the most frustrating thing. The ones with easy. And I'm not even a fan of any of these teams. It's just, it's just, it's just frustrating. You see what just happened right there? It's like a possible double play to get out of this inning for the Yankees. And uh, watch this. Doink action. It hits the runner. The, yeah. the throw from, from first to second hits Doink. the race runner. And so now the Rangers up three to nothing already. Runners at the corners. Looking to add on more. Still a lot of baseball to be played. Meanwhile, the Phillies having all kinds of trouble with the Orioles. Uh, the Orioles are going to go up one to nothing. There's a play at the plate. I am correct. Orioles won. Phillies nothing. And the Phillies really have to stay in contact with the Braves. They got to keep that three-game margin because they have exactly three games left against the Braves in the NL East. And like I said, north of a $3 favorite. Now, I did trust the Yankees, but I certainly didn't trust the Phillies tonight. The Orioles are feisty. Give Give teams like the Orioles and the Tigers credit. Even though the Orioles still stink year after year, at least they they give you a game every night. Oh, did the uh, Diamondbacks pull it out last night? Late last night? Nope, they didn't. They're both forty-eight and one hundred three. They're both they're both forty-eight and one hundred three. <laughs> so it's it's the race is still on. It's amazing though. No matter how bad you are in baseball, you still manage to win fifty games somehow. Right. Yeah. You know, we used to say sixty. Now we only say fifty. By the way, Boston crushing the Mets nine to one. All right. How about some Heisman Trophy odds? Can I interest you in some Heisman Trophy odds? Anyone? Bueller? Matt Corral. Remember we saw him that night, first game of the season yeah. for Ole Miss, two to one. Plus 200 for the quarterback of Ole Miss. Remember, he was 25-1 to when we first talked about this before the season started. He's plus 200. Bryce Young from Bama, though, right uh, sort of neck and neck with him at plus 225. Down from 9-1. to And then everybody else who was, like, up on the board, specifically Spencer Rattler before the season started, was the short shot at Oklahoma. He's 16-1 to and leads, you know, everybody else, a whole array of players who are longer than that, including Sam Howell, who probably got more love on this network for more people as a sneaky Heisman pick at about 14 to one. He's at 25 to one now. Yeah. I mean, so with the deal with Corral is you, you it's impossible to bet him right now sure because is. at two to one, the odds are not going to get that much worse on him. And in two weeks he goes and plays Alabama. Right. So like, if you honestly believe he can win it, let him lose to Alabama, and then the odds are going to get better for you, and then you'd bet him then. You certainly wouldn't take the 2-1 to one now. Even if they win against Alabama, it's only, what, it'll go to 175. I mean, you're not getting that much worse 
than than you're going to get with anything else like well, the unbettable way, at two to one. The other way you could play that, Matt, is don't bet bet don't bet Heisman Trophy. Just bet Ole Miss money line in that game, basically, if you really wanted that, because that that it's the only way he's going to be live for the Heisman, right? Is if he wins that game, most likely. Yeah, that's the definition of that number's gone. Yeah, that ship. Has sailed. It's unbelievable that the he train is the sh- has left the station. <laughs> it's unbelievable though he's even just the short shot right now. Like I don't like I don't like Bryce Young. I know I know Matt Corral's been putting up amazing numbers, but like Bryce Young, like we talk about it we week after week. It's like this Alabama team, like year in and year out, doesn't matter. Like they're gonna be there at the end. They're gonna have that playoff resume at least. He's gonna be there. Could be a national championship resume. Like that stuff matters so much in college football that. I, I don't. I don't know. I mean, two plus two twenty five. I know it's a short number still to bet, but that's probably still where I would be looking. Well, one thing we definitely know if you kind of follow, if you kind of follow the way the Heisman Trophy has gone over the last several years, it's got to be a team that's there at the end. I mean, like right. it's 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 always a player yeah. from a team that's there at the end, and so, so that's why Corral is so not bettable right now, especially at two to one, because. They go and lose to they go and lose to to, to Bama in two weeks, and then you know they're they're still a, a bunch of SEC games still still to play there. So I mean, like you you were you if you honestly are bullish on Corral, you just wait until after the Alabama game because again the odds are not going to get that much worse even if they do pull this crazy upset against Alabama. And so that's 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 the way you bet him. So that's sure. a, it's just a tough market right now because of that. So like I think you're right on that, Matt. But then like okay, so. I, Great, I, we've got players from Cincinnati and Liberty yeah. in there, but like, awesome. sorry guys, like yeah. it, it, ain't, it ain't happening. You might be a finalist because uh, it's going to be a feel good story, but like Matt said, it doesn't matter unless you're there, really in the playoffs in the end and in contention. And Spencer Rattler was never Baker Mayfield or Kyler Murray or even Jalen Hurts the year he played at Oklahoma. Like not now, anyway. I, I think it's a it's a vastly unbettable market right at this moment in time. That's not to say that it won't change and become bettable at some point here. Remember last year between Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields and Kyle Trask, who am I leaving out? Mac Jones. Remember that thing flip-flopped over and over and over the whole way through. This is not the same kind of market, but it'll change. And Burrow came out of nowhere two years ago. I mean, came out of nowhere. I mean, and and became the, the overwhelming guy to win it. So, I mean, this is... Certainly an incredibly volatile market right here. So I I, I even think if, you, if you're going to look at some of these group of five guys, like I don't even know if we're looking at the right guys. Like this J- Jake Hayner guy from Fresno State leads the nation in passing yards. He's got 10 touchdowns, one interception on the year. Everybody keeps talking about Fresno State as maybe being kind of the group of five team this year. Like I, there's other guys that even look at this. Mordecai guy from SMU's got 16 touchdowns and two interceptions on the year. He leads the nation in those stats. Who was the kid in the uh, um, randomly? There was a kid who an FCS team who threw ten touchdown passes the first week. <laughs> I have Jason Weigard, our baseball guy's like, I'm, I'm betting this guy. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, he's gonna keep up that pace. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I don't, I don't like anything right now. No, and what? again, if you're if you're bullish on Corral, wait two weeks because that that the the odds will get longer for him after the Bama game. What about, I mean, what about JT Daniels who went from 12 to 1 to 30 to 1? I guess it is incumbent upon us to bring him up. He will, his team will be, by most people's opinions, mm-hmm. will be there at the end, right? Georgia will be there. And there's the quarterback of Georgia at 30 to 1. I thought you were going to ask me if I had to make a bet, and that was what I was going to say. Like, if I, if I had to. Right, right that's right. why I bring yeah. it up. I think if you had to make one, 
that's probably where you go now, but I wouldn't make it. No. And who's who's betting CJ Stroud right now at 18 to 1? No, I'm not. I don't know. Yeah. This thing is, like I said, this thing will flip-flop like yep. six more times. We'll so. look at it week yeah. after week. Well, I, I think also like Spencer Rattler, like I know he hasn't had the greatest stars of the season, but what Oklahoma's sitting there at 3-0, and he was the massive, you know, favorite in this in this market all summer long. I think the fact that hey, you want sit, to sit here and tell me you want to bet him at, uh, what, 16-1 to now when he was 3-1, to 5-1, to 6-1 to in the summer? I don't have a problem with that. Who was that guy I bet whenever Futak told me to bet him? You remember, he he said his his long shot. I'll look on the break. Oh, remember, yeah. I got to see what his numbers are now. Probably not even. But like, coming up next. Yeah, not even. Yeah, not even. <laughs> Futek coming up. Yeah. Uh, you know who I'm voting for? You know who I'm betting on for the Heisman Trophy? Juan Soto, uh, RBI. Are you serious? RBI single for Soto, who has doubled, homered, walked, and singled in this ball game. Is a triple away from the cycle. And he is, I'm sorry, people, he's going to be your National League MVP. He needs to be. And if you need to give him the Heisman Trophy just to drive it home, I'm for that as well. <laughs> 30 to 1, still up at DraftKings live I'm right now. I'm saying, man, Yankees making some noise. Yankees trailing the Rangers 3 to nothing, but runners at first and second. Nobody out to start at the bottom of the fifth. There you go, Yankees. Come on now. Shug. Where's Shug? Remember? It was something Shug. S. S H O U G H. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Texas show Tech or something. Texas Tech, like an O U G H, right? Show. S S H O U G H. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't, I'll look him up. Hold on. Yeah. yeah. Um, best futures call on the network, I think, this year. Hundred to one. I'll say on a numbers sure, game because I don't know. Maybe I missed a call that was better than this. Uh, Mark Borchard, base winner, my one of my baseball guys, along with Paul Spore and Jason Weingarten, came on six to eight weeks ago. Right, right around the All-Star break, right after the All-Star break, I said, what's the what's the best bet on the board? And he goes, Robbie Ray to win the NL Cy Young, according to my numbers, at 100-1. to 1. Man. And I stared at him, and I snickered. Robbie Ray is now your favorite to win the National League Cy Young. AL. AL, pardon me. AL Cy Young. Pardon me. He used to play in the National League. We'll come back. Pete Futek, the aforementioned Pete Futek. Matt can scream at him for telling him to bet something that's not going to cash. We look forward to that. Obviously, in prime time action. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. Five to six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall. 
and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast.